Welcome back to Dial H for Heroclix, episode 179. My name is Chris Britton. I'm your host, and let's go! Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all of the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Once again, this is Chris to another episode of Dial H, a podcast about Heroclix and other Heroclix-related content. Joining me in the studio today, we have my co-host, one of my best friends, Calder Ness. What's going on, Calder? Hey, not much, Chris. Not much. Just got back from a wonderful trip. From Las Vegas to Nebraska to Arizona to home. That sounds like a lot of different places. It was. So, what happened? Tell me everything. So, what happened? So, first off, in Las Vegas, we all got blackout now. Uh, there's a radio <laughs> down there supporting my family, supporting my family, going down there, supporting my dad, who missed every single shot he took. So, that was okay. That was okay, because we got to see Thor again in the theater down there. They had way nicer seats in the Vegas theater. Yeah. Then we went ahead and we flew... On Thursday, connecting flight, woke up at 4 a.m., went down to Arizona, and then had like a one-hour layover in Arizona. Then we went Omaha, Nebraska, got a good sleep. And then that Saturday in Omaha, Nebraska, we went to Krypton Comics, and we played in the Fall WizKids Open. That's pretty and exciting. That was, that was really exciting. Okay, so, so we're definitely going to go into that and uh, how you did, what team you used, what did you see? What I saw. I saw a lot less Unimind than I thought, but still a good majority, and... Man, we had a lot of cool people there. We had Edward Shelton, first off. He showed up. That was really cool. Cool. Uh, but I understand he almost always goes down to Omaha for their tournaments. Happy Little Hero Clicks was also there. He was helping judge. So that was pretty sweet. There's a YouTube channel. Sweet. And so my team, because it was November 11th yesterday, and that's when we played, the Saturday, or when uh, this time was recording, maybe not for you guys, but I wanted to play a soldier team. And this is not just me being a theme guy, but I love soldier teams. My all-time favorite, Captain America, is my guy. He's not on this team, but it's still a soldier team. So I'm going to go from smallest to biggest, okay. or in this case, lowest points. So I had the Atom as my colossal retaliator. Of course. And then I had Red Wing for a cheap 20-point soldier, because I just need to fill out points. And Red Wing has a cool aerial recon where you can, you know, flex down someone's defense. Then I had this is Red Peace. Wing from uh, the Civil War. Civil War, Civil War set, yeah. set, yeah, yeah. Then we had Peace Machine, making sure I don't get one shot like crazy. Okay. Uh, I had shifting, shifting focus Deadpool, and the starting Deadpool I had was the phasing teleport X Force one because he has soldier keyword. Don't know why, but he does, which is awesome. And then the like thing that made everything in my team work was Element Man, my hundred point figure, Element Man. Element Man. <laughs> Element Man. <laughs> so meta. <laughs> So, so meta. I have to so type this in. Rex From World's Mason. Finest, number 40? World's Finest, number 40, yep. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm looking these figures up as you say them. I'm trying to figure out what you were using yeah. for. So he's got Outsiders. Yep, that was a big one. Uh, so then I had Wonder Woman, Doctor Strange, and She-Hulk on my sideline. I had the Fast Forces, World's Finest, World's Finest, Elseworlds, Wonder Woman. Then I had the Civil War She-Hulk, and I had the Shooty shooty Doctor Strange, the, the shifting focus one, but the one that helps you shoot and all that good stuff. Okay, I also so, had the Enchanted Crowbar and the Dueling Sword to pick up. What uh, was your little strategy that you were trying to use here? So, first turn, 
I so if you didn't know, um, by looking, every single character on my team has sidestep in a way, which is really awesome, top dial. So I had a ton of free moves, which is always great. Peace Machine would sidestep two squares, he'd TK Element Man, and based on whatever my opponent had, Element Man would pick up either the Enchanted Crowbar or he'd pick up the Dueling Sword. He only has a 10 attack, so there's a lot of low attack values on my team. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I borrowed someone's Supreme Intelligence and put that on Element Man, and I really just clicked it to like click five so I could get prob, and like that was the only reason I had Supreme Intelligence on the team, because I had no prob otherwise. Okay. So I stole someone's Supreme Intelligence. Anyway, so I got Element Man up, he would pick up the crowbar really quick. Oh, and I, I always won map roll, which was so fun. I, I love winning map, so that was always great for me. Okay. And normally there's never a theme team, so I would just roll out. Element Man would pick up Dueling Sword, or he'd pick up the crowbar. Deadpool would free phasing, because he rolls a d6, he moves out, and he would carry Red Wing with him. Then he would change into the X-Men Deadpool, the one that heals and then he would sidestep up to Element Man if he needed to make up those extra two squares. Normally, I roll a five or six on the free phasing, so that was always great each game. And then Peace Machine just sort of sidestepped around, and he would pick up a light object, so that way, whenever I called in She-Hulk, I would be able to sidestep Peace Machine, drop the light object, have She-Hulk pick it up, and then smash it into somebody. Element Man almost always chose either Invincible or Mastermind, and every time he would take damage, he would Mastermind it off to X-Men Deadpool, X-Men Deadpool would take three damage because of Peace Machine, and then he would instantly roll a d6. Every time he got hit the first time, I rolled a five or six, so he always healed back up top. Later in the game, he either healed like a one or a two or whatever. But that was okay. First game, I played against, I believe, Joe, and he was a super awesome guy. I had the, all the builds, not all the builds, but the standings right here. And I'll just go over my five games really quick. Joe was playing a Chase Superman from Elseworlds, and at first I was a little unsure about this, whether to pick up the Dueling Sword or to pick up the Crowbar, because he does have Invincible, but he also has a 19 defense top dial. So I did my normal rollout. I decided to pick up the Crowbar, and I actually was able to take out his entire team, and I, I kind of swept that match without losing anybody besides Red Wing, I believe. So that was really awesome. He had that Superman, but he also had, I'm trying to remember who it was, the Kingdom Come Specter and the Kingdom Come Green Lantern. And they were kind of tough, but... Because I won map, I was able to put a, you know, I used the WizKids Convention Center. So it has that wall in the middle of them. So it kind of hindered their province plex, and I kind of made him come to me. So that was fun. And since he was also indoors, Superman could never free action heal. So that map, I totally swept him. Then I went up against Lucas Tom Van Holland, who is really good at the game, and he also has a lot of money to spend on the game, a little bit more than I do. So second match... He was playing his Unimine team, which is Unimine, Nighthawk, two Carnages, and let's see, he had the Symbiote thing to pick up, and then he had, like, one other character on his team, and I cannot remember who it was for the life of me, but he had the two Carnages and everything. He had four Collins, Hawkeye, and Nick Fury, you know, Balls of Fury, so he had two level sevens. He also had, like... Which Hawkeye was this? Was this the uh, Chase? It's the Chase. Yeah. It's the Chase Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, he also had the tank, the Pim Pocket Tank. Uh, the nerfed has, pin pocket the tank. The nerfed pin pocket tank. Oh, I was like, really? You're still using really? that? He's like, yeah. But he's like, yeah. Well, so anyways. And he also had Wells. Oh, he had the Green Lantern call-in. He had the Green Lantern call-in, and he also had a Superior Spider-Man call-in. So he had a lot of good call-ins. And that's when I figured out, first turn, oh my, this is going to be tough. He actually rolled a crit miss on his... He did this huge rollout. He had Supreme Intelligence on Unimind, Unimind, sidestep TK'd, whatever, sidestep TK'd. 
and then power action brought in Hawkeye, perplexed the hell out of Hawkeye. Hawkeye would run up. He went to shoot Deadpool. Crit missed. And I was like, maybe I have a chance this game. Just maybe I have a chance. <laughs> okay. And then uh, from there, I played it really badly. I was too scared of the carnages, even though they really posed no threat to me. I didn't kill Hawkeye, which is what I should have done. Let's just get, boom, easy 65 points. Like, seriously, there was no easier 65 points to get right there. He's only five clicks long. Yeah. I made a huge mistake of not killing him right away. I should have killed him and then ran away like a little girl. That would have been the smart plan. But little girls are probably braver, braver than I am. You're not Instead, like that, I know. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I would never do that. And it was just... Oh, sorry, I need a sip of water. Keep talking. And that was... Oh, I felt so bad going into that game, but I felt really good after that. I really should have killed that Hawkeye. That's the one part I, I did hate check that it. I didn't It is do. five clicks. Uh, it's six clicks long, actually, but zero mm -hmm. reducers. So Yeah, and like a 16-17 squishy. defense. He's super squishy. I don't know why I didn't kill him. I just didn't. And anyway, so I went up, and I just straight up based Unimind with Element Man, because he has plasticity, and I just outsiders Unimind. That's when I figured out he never perplexed up his Unimind. He always brought in somebody else and perplexed them up, so my outsiders really never mattered. Uh... But the good thing was he mostly missed with everybody he brought in, except for he brought in the Superior Spider-Man, and he killed Peace Machine because he has Charge Flurry. That was not super great. Losing Peace Machine hurt a lot, because then he was able to kill Deadpool. And it then I had Adam also Colossal Retaliate. He also brought in Nick Fury one time, and he missed with him. Adam Colossal Retaliated on the Nick Fury one, killed both the Carnages, and then hurt... What's his bucket? I can't even remember that guy's name. Nighthawk, and he hurt Unimind. What's his bucket? What's his bucket, yeah. That's <laughs> Anyways, okay. we're not talking about Nova, but he actually dealt everybody on his team two damage, so I was actually getting really excited, because Unimind has five clicks. Nighthawk only has, like, four. And so after that, we lost Adam. I killed both his carnages, which was great. Got rid of the pin tank. It was just Element Man left, and Element Man called in Wonder Woman. She has Charge, Flurry, Plasticity, but she only has ten attack. I brought her in. She hit the first attack against Unimind, and it was the stop click, right? Mm -hmm. She needed, like, a seven to hit, a, like, or whatever, a seven or six to hit, and I missed it. And I probed it, and I missed it, and then I was like, well, I'm done. And then I just <laughs> got destroyed. He just destroyed me after that. And I'm like, well, I killed everything on his team except for Unimind and Nighthawk. So that was, that was, I was okay with that. I, I really could have won that game if I would have played it smarter, but he's a really good player. And he had a lot more money on his team than I did. Yeah. Based like, a lot what more. You, what you said, that's quite a bit of money. How much is Carnage going for by itself right now? Oh, Carnage is? Oh, Lord, I have no idea. 40, 50, 60, some, something dumb. Probably, probably crazy, but he had two of them. You know, uh, okay. why stop at one? Well, why not? And, yeah, why, why not? So, next game, I was going up against a guy who kind of looks like a hodgepodge. And I don't know if my, my brain was burnt out from the last game. But I was just not mentally prepared to go up against this guy. He had Title Strange, and then who else? He had Cosmic Spider-Man at seventy-five. Shifting uh, dial, dial H for Heroclix is official. Doctor Strange. Yeah, by the official. Way. Strange. Yeah. Yeah, and then oh, who's the last guy? Oh, then he had the Green Lantern that could carry and bring people in, or carry and whatever, or make him do stuff. You roll five or six or whatever, make, make him do it. Make him do stuff. So Carnage is going for seventy bucks. I just had to check. Seventy bucks. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. I was low. Dang. <laughs> that was insane. So I killed, what, Superman and Green Lantern. And I never, I should just, I always hit Spider-Man once and then he regen. I should have just, 
you know, double tapped him. I never did that, and that was like the downfall. He just boom, 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 shooting through it and stuff. I the reason I lost that game, and really it was a game I should not have lost, but I separated Element Man from Deadpool. And once I did that, I'm like, oh, that's my mastermind fodder right there. That was a dumb move. And then he had so many attackers. See, I can only ever attack with either Element Man or Deadpool or whoever I bring in and one other person since I can only do three actions per turn. So I could never make enough attacks with my team. But, you know, that was that was okay. I still scored a decent amount of points each game. The next game I played against Jakeem, Mangog, and Mr. Mixelplick, and I believe also Eclipso was the next game. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. a horrible that's team. Horrible team. This guy was like, oh, I haven't played in years. So I'm like, okay, I can probably kill Jakeem. You know, I can outsiders him or pulse wave him or whatever. He's not protected like Unimind is. I get Jakeem down pretty far, but like I said, I can only deal him six damage in one turn, pretty much. Uh-huh. So after that, he retaliated with Mangog, and I'm like, Jakeem's in the middle of it. And then I forget, Mangog ignores friendly characters. And now I uh, I believe I need to file for abuse against Mangog because he destroyed my team in one turn. It was just, <laughs> boom, first attack, hit everybody. Uh, uh, boom, I still haven't gotten to use attack, it. He's sitting over here everybody. next to me, and I'm, I'm just waiting to use him. But He terrifies me. That brings my heart and soul. So this guy, after the Mangog thing, I was like, okay, Deadpool's still alive. He's on the last click. He's still alive. Element Man is still alive. I can maybe do this. Jakeem, he's like, okay, I'm going to read you out Jakeem, whatever, whatever. He has a prob with Jakeem, and then the dice with Mixie. He always rolled a four, so I was never scared. But right when it mattered, like the last two times he re-rolled that dice, it was a one. And I was so angry, because I had a prob, he had a prob, he had another prob. We probbed three times, and then if I hit the last time, he'd just be like, okay, there's a one. I'm like, well, I can't do anything now, because I wasted all my probs, and he just gave me a one, so... Mixie is horrible. I cannot wait till he rotates out. I'm going to be sad because I'm going to lose Adam, but I hate Mixie more. I just want to see him gone. <laughs> Ugh, it was horrible. It was okay, first. what is that? Was that game four of five? That's, that is game four. I killed okay. no one. That was the only game I didn't kill anybody at, was the one where Mangog just came in and just destroyed everybody. He's scary. He was really scary. I thought, I was like, ah, I can take out Jakeem. Whatever. Easy. I've one shot at Mr. Mixoplick before. I can do that. Easy. Nope. Nope. I just totally <laughs> lost that game. The last game was an Avengers theme team, and I was just like, I'm sorry. And then I beat him. And I got 370 because he had Jane Foster, and I killed somebody else, brought in She Thor, and then I killed her. That was, that was, I felt bad about that one. But, anyways, I ended up with 858 points, which is actually more points than the guy, the eighth guy in top eight, but because I only had two wins, I did not make the cut. Ah, uh, that sucks. So, How many people were there? I was close. We had 20-something. Okay, that's a pretty good turnout. Yeah, so I'll, I'll read out the top eight really quick, just sure. to give these guys their due. So I didn't stick around for the thing, because I'm like, I'm hungry. I want to go home. So <laughs> Priorities. Lucas, Tom, so, so we can, I'm going to write off their points and their wins here. So Lucas Tom Van Hollen, Lucas Van Hollen, whatever, you, whatever his name is, really super cool guy, but very meta, very good thinker, very expensive team. He got... 1,895 points with five wins, zero losses. And then we had Jacob, 1,600 points, four wins, one loss. Jake Pine, 800 points, four wins, one loss. Uh, Zlatan, this was the guy with the Mangog and Jakeem. He had 1,100 points, three losses. uh, Sorry, two losses, three wins. Edward Shelton, 
I was surprised Edward Shelton got this low. I mean, no offense to Edward Shelton. He's an amazing guy. But I, I thought he'd be up there more. So, what the heck, man? This is the guy he lost. But anyways, uh, he had 1,100 points, three wins, two losses. Seth Davis, 1,072 points, three wins, two losses. Joshua Johnson, 1,014 points, three wins, two losses. And then Kyle Bushin, uh 970 points, three wins, two losses. And the last guy is Jordan Woodruff, uh, three wins, two losses, 719. I had more points than him, but he won one more game than I did, so... That's the way it works. I, I suspect you don't really feel that bad losing to, what, three of the people? Two or three of the people that did make it into the top eight. Yeah, I don't feel too bad about it. Okay. Oh, well, I mean, at least you had fun, right? Did you get anything? I, I, I had fun. Yeah, we, got, we all got Colossus ID cards, which is really cool. Okay. So whenever this new X-Men set comes out and the old one rotates out, we get to see what Colossus we can bring in. So I'm excited for right. that. And we, I got the Kane Spider-Man that we just talked about, and like a Bat Ape, the Batman Ape, which is pretty sweet. Cool. But you know, I wanted I wanted one of them big tasty bricks they had out. You know, they had those big bricks sitting on the counter. Of course. Enticing me, yeah. But no, it was an amazing time, amazing team. A lot of people complimented my team. They're like, that's very creative and out of the box. I'm like, well, thank you. So I was I was happy with how it performed. I never practiced it. I only practiced like against myself, and I was going against like Pluto or whoever. I'm like, yeah, it'll be my Jakeem stand-in or my Unimine stand-in. So for the only amount of practice I got with this team, I was pretty happy with how it did. Well, it sounds like you had a lot of fun, and it also just the way you describe it, it really makes me happy. The community that we have, right? It just oh, yeah. seems like a bunch of really cool people that actually. They're nice on top of wanting to come and play a game with you. They're super nice. Everybody was super nice. Even though I got my butt kicked and we were, like, worried about a little pulse wave ruling, at, in the end, everybody was super cool and nice about it. It was awesome. That's one of the best parts about this game, honestly, is a community. And, yeah. Uh, any, anything else you have to say about the WizKids Open before we move on? I just wanted to say one thing. No, besides they were excellently run. I had oh, a great time. Good. What was the name of the venue? Oh, Krypton Comics. Krypton, Krypton Comics. Comics. Oh, you said that. I just wanted to get that back in there. Okay. Um, speaking of good community, uh, posted on Reddit was uh, one the guy that ran uh, WizKids Open in Maryland. And I messaged him and just pre-put out there, hey, whoever wins your WizKids Open, if they want to be on Dial H, uh, just you know throw that out there. It's an option. And within like a day or two days, I got a response. I got a response from not only the guy that I sent a message to, but then also the winner. Like, hey, you know, interested in this? This is cool. So, like, this community is just so great. Like, I love talking to everybody. It's always positive. Ninety-nine percent of the time, it's positive. Uh, <laughs> I've had that one one couple times. Whatever. We won't get into that, but I love it. So. Okay, let's move on. We got uh, basically the entire, I think the entire Harley Quinn set has dropped. We're missing maybe one or two figures, but... Okay. Well, what we are going to do, Calder and I, is we're going to just go through, this is standard Dial H uh, procedure. We both are going to pick a figure from each of the rarity slots. Uh, We're going to go down, and then we've got to talk about these chases, because these chases are so cool. But, oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, Calder, you want to start us off on our yeah. common, on your common pick. Kicking us off with zero zero nine Scarecrow. He's fifty points, six range, Batman enemy, no combat symbols. They're all standard. He's Arkham Asylum, Gotham City Underworld, and Legion of Doom, like a Scarecrow should have. Top dial. He's got stealth, poison, 
17 defense with willpower, 2 damage with shape change. But what makes him really cool is his trait, Fear Gas, Smoke Cloud as free, but can only place up to 2 markers. Opposing characters occupying these markers with those occupying squares with those markers can use Battle Fury. That is just so wicked flavorful for a Scarecrow. He's got some mid-dial mind control, he's got some combat reflexes, some mastermind, and some outwit. Fairly simple Scarecrow, but I love him. I just love how he's just a nice little Legion Zoom filler, and it just it's so accurate. Fear Gas, you gotta use Battle Fury. So flavorful for Scarecrow. I love it. I like this, too. The only thing is, and I wish Whiskits would address this, when it says uh, something like, can use Battle Fury, what it really means is must use Battle Fury. It's not optional. So yeah. that I just wish they would clean that up. But other than that, this this figure is really cool. I like him. Uh, moving on to my common pick is going to be 016 Wonder Woman. Really simple. I love it. And it also even has uh, a simpler time trait. Yeah, so simpler time. Justice Society team ability, 40 points, 4 clicks long. Amazon Justice Society and Warrior keywords. Um, let's see. Her simpler time trait gives – I think everybody kind of knows what the simpler time trait does mostly – but it's energy shield deflection. That character can use energy shield deflection. Uh, she has another trait. It says, acting as a secretary means keeping you guys straightened out. Uh, let's see. Wonder Woman and friendly characters within six squares are considered adjacent to each other for the Justice Society team ability. That's why I chose this character. For those people that really like the Justice Society keyword, man, this just seems like a staple. It expands that adjacency out six Shh. squares. That's She's the kingpin of the Justice Society. That's exactly what I was thinking. She just makes everybody better. What I was thinking. Okay, let's move on to the uncommon slot we have. I chose 022 Mad Harriet. For 50 points, you have the Superman enemy team ability. Five clicks long. Uh, she has Indom. She has a trait. Says uh, Will of Apocalypse. So just to refresh your guys' uh, minds on that, we covered it a lot on last episode. But when Matt Harriet hits, until your next turn, she has protected Outwit, uh, Posing Perplex, Exploit Weakness, and Penetrating Psychic Blast. Now the Exploit and Penetrating Psychic Blast aren't going to do much top dial because she has combat reflexes. But for 50 points, you have an 11 attack, 17 defense with combat reflexes, Indom character that has a special attack power. It's called Power Spikes. This is why I chose this character. It's fun. Blades Claws Fangs. When Matt Harriet uses it and the D6 result is 1 to 2, she deals penetrating damage. 3 through 4, after resolutions, give the target an action token. There's absolutely no reason why you would not Blades. This is fantastic. Yep. And for 50 points, especially with the Apocalypse and Female Furies keyword, it's just filler for the Apocalypse teams that people like to play out there. Just I've overall good character, definitely worth 50 points. She's insane. I mean, you want to hit a five or six anyway, but if you get lower, nothing bad happens, really. Yeah. All right, so moving on next. My uncommon pick is Renee Montoya. I mean, you got to shout out to her. McGotham girl right there. Yep. Keeping the police force straightened out. 50 points, police team ability, as she should have. Six range. No special combat symbols. Detective Gotham City and police. She has stealth, uh, toughness, and perplex top dial. Then she gets charge in Capcom reflexes and empower late dial. It's a little four-click, nice split dial. Trait is why I chose her. With all the evidence I got, you are finished. When Romain Montoya uses a police team ability and no other characters are using it, damage dealt from the attack cannot be reduced below one. So naturally gives her precision strike pretty much, and it's awesome. Let's see, damage dealt from the attacker can't be reduced below one, so she gives the person she's next to precision strike. 
Yeah. Pretty okay. Much. All right. That's it's interesting, awesome. and at least you get uh, Perplex, which there's not a lot of Perplex on uh, GCPD teams, by the way. Not really, which is why they really need a police team ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know if this is the like her and her detective uniform, or is she... I assume so, but I don't know, because they don't have the sculpt up on these films. All right, fair enough. Let's go on to the rare slot, 036 Stargirl. I had to choose Stargirl because we did spoil the Supergirl, and she specifically mentioned Stargirl in her, I believe it was a trait. So I I just, this is so awesome. The bombshell keyword uh, that these characters all have, which is kind of what this set is basically based off of, even though they called it Gotham Girls instead of the Bombshells. But we have um, massive synergy. So 65 points, Bombshell, Soldier Keyword. She has the Flight Team ability, or Flight ability, but on her first two clicks, she has Neutralize Earthbound. Um, she, her first two clicks are not really important. She does have Perplex. It's not what you're playing her for. She has the Bombshell trait, which just to refresh your guys' memory, when Stargirl makes an attack target and an opposing character, give her a bombshell token free. If she has two action tokens, remove two bombshell tokens, then make a close attack. Probably not going to factor in too much here. You'll see in a second. Uh, she does have a second trait. Here's where it gets cool. Protect my sister. Adjacent friendly characters named Supergirl, or with the bombshell keyword, can use energy shield deflection. So if you are putting her and Supergirl on the same team, they are going to give each other super senses and energy shield deflection back so that's not good <laughs> it's just insane no that's horrible you would want esd and super senses hey will you do me a favor will you look up uh, supergirl's defense what it is top dial just to know what it is with energy shield deflection while i continue so she, yeah, absolutely. Ha- she has a stop click it's on click number three it's called getting the staff Stop. When you reveal this click for the first time after resolutions, place Stargirl in your starting area. So that's a little weird, but she does have a stop click on a 65-point character, which is kind of cool. She has a special attack power on that same click and for the rest of her dial. So it's six clicks long. She has it for four clicks. It's called Staff. Incapacitate, range combat expert, telekinesis. When Stargirl uses one of the listed powers, after resolutions, roll a d6 and add one to the result for each bombshell token. If the result is eight or higher, she may choose another listed power and use it as as free this turn. So that, I think, could be really cool. The range combat expert is going to be used with a range of six. Uh, but, I mean, even if it does, you get a stop click and you get a 65-point telekinesis character. And if nothing else, you can start incapacitating. She does have three printed damage on that stop click and on the next click as well. But she gets onto um, energy shield deflection herself on that stop click, and it's printed 17. So 65 points, range combat, 19 defense, 10 attack, 3 damage. I just think this is a really fun character. She is really good. And Supergirl, her sister, has an 18 defense on her high point click or whatever 160 uh-huh. and then on her 130 it's 17 defense so she'd have a 20 or 19 a 20 defense top dial with super senses and then yep. if they're right next to each other as well star girl will get super senses her entire dial too that's which is just insane yeah the the bombshells are going to be so fun to play together yeah they're so cool all right, kicking off with the rares. I, I was so excited to see this guy. If you if you know me, I've been trying to share all the things on Facebook, all the spoilers, and I was just I was getting worn out, man. I was watching those 
Scott Porter videos. I'm like, where's my man? When is he going to be here? And then, hell yeah, he shows up. Kite Man. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Gotham City Underworld. Aerodynamic King. The guy that made Joker Mobile has finally got his own click. It's about time. 15 points like he should be. Batman enemy team ability. Zero range. Only special combat symbol is flight because you know what? He has a kite. Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, he has I a trait. It. He has a trait. Guess what it is, Chris? Is it? Guess what the trait is? Is it Kite Man? Hell yeah! Yes, Kite Man. Hell yeah! <laughs> passengers, two, uh, two passengers right off the bat. He has ten movement. He can carry two people, eight squares. It's amazing. At the beginning of your turn, if Kite Man is holding an object, he can move up to two squares. So later, later when he's not carrying people, he can pick up an object. Then he can move around for free for some cool positioning with the Batman enemy ability. He has no damage power, no attack power, no speed power. For his four clicks, he has energy shield deflection, and I could not be happier. This is so... For 15 points, this is such a dumb character. I love it. It's so funny. It's, it's, awesome. it's the right amount of kind of stupid, but also, hey, he's a really cheap taxi. So he's the right amount of good and just stupid and kind of lame. That makes it perfect for Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like it. I also like his name is Charlie Brown. Right, is it? <laughs> so great. You okay? Right now, I'll take a small moment to. If you've not read Tom King's The War of Jokes and Riddles, the Batman Rebirth run, go read it. Go read it. After this podcast, go read War of Jokes and Riddles. You know what? Right just, now, you, it's you great. You gave me an, an idea. Remember what Hunter and all them used to do? They used to have freaking, uh, like reading. What was it? What they call that? Oh, okay. I sort of know what you're talking about. I have no idea what it's called, though. They would talk about a comic. Yeah, we, we need to start that. We're, we're going to start doing that. Hell yeah. Okay, next direct. Hell yeah. <laughs> but go go on. No, that's that's it, man. You're next rare, right? Or are we? Oh, no, that's that's the last that's the last rare. Yeah, so. on the super rares. Super rares. This is Harley you. Wins first. Oh, I chose King Shark. Yeah, you did. It's 54. <laughs> I was going numerically. Harley Quinn's 49. That's oh, 59. Oh, my gosh. I clicked the wrong one. I'm an idiot. Okay. How about 49, then? All right. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Now, this is going to be your Planeswalker Harley Quinn. I didn't want to talk about this character because I think it's good. I wanted to talk about this character because I think it's so bad. 60 points. Arkham Asylum. Gotham City Sirens. Gotham City Underworld. Suicide Squad. All right, for 60 points, you do have a 7-click long dial. I'll give it that. That's pretty awesome. Stats-wise, still pretty good. She's got 7-speed running shot. No, She's blank on attack the whole dial. But she has 17 defense with energy shield deflection, shape change with 3. So 60 points, I mean, you're not going to be an offensive powerhouse for 60 points, but she can running shot, 4 range, 3 damage. She can get through some reducers. Her attack goes up to 11 uh, on click 3. She maintains three damage for those first five clicks. On click four and five, she has exploit weakness. On six and seven, she goes down to two damage with enhancement. On her last four clicks of her dial, she has super senses. She goes uh, from three three clicks of side or I'm sorry, running shot to sidestep, and then two clicks of uh, stealth. Okay, there's the dial. The dial's kind of boring, and you're like, oh, but it's a title character, so it's got some really cool, awesome abilities. Starting plot points three. Let's see. Black book, open, plus one. Free. Let's see. Free. 
Perplex until your next turn. When Harley Quinn uses it, she may instead modify a combat value other than damage by plus two or negative two. Okay, that's pretty good. That's actually a really good use of uh, Perplex. Negative two, white book open. It's called uh, uh, Candygram. Free, energy explosion this turn. When Harley Quinn uses it, modify attack plus three. And after resolutions, give each hit character an action token. That's okay. Modify the attack by three. Is, I mean, you're going to be 13 attack on top dial, so you're probably going to hit. But she only has, well, I guess it's not dependent upon number of bolts anymore, but she, her range is only four. So your energy shield, or your energy explosion, it, it's not going to be fantastic. And she only has one really. bolt, so she can only hit one person. Okay, so what's her ultimate? Negative six, white book open. Get them, gang of Harleys, free. Roll a d6. Generate a number of Harley bystander tokens equal to the result, minimum of two. So she's actually pretty similar to the Joker. Joker, uh, yeah. Yeah, he does the same thing on his ultimate. Minimum of two into squares within within three squares. And if you click on it, what, what does these little Harley people do? They have flurry, uh, 10 attack, 15 defense with uh, combat reflexes, two damage printed, and a trait that says that their actions don't count against your action total. But here's the thing. So what's her negative? Like, what, what if what happens if you kill her? It's called uh, No More Pumpkin Pie. When Harley Quinn is KO'd, for the rest of the game, all opposing characters have power, heal two clicks. Have you ever seen a character that has a bigger target on their head than this figure right here? I don't care what you're running. If I can give all of my characters on my team the ability to just give them a power action and heal themselves two clicks, yeah, I'm going to be killing this Harley Quinn as fast as humanly possible. She has no reducers. She does have shade change top dial, but no reducers, seven clicks. I, I just feel like you can mow her down and then give your entire team the ability to heal the rest of the game. Pretty much. Outwit, Outsiders, Blow through the dial. Yep. One turn. She's so not protected. From uh, no, she's not protected anything. From from outwit. So I, you just outwit her shape change and just blow right through her dial. You get to super senses, blow right through that with outwit. You could always just keep her back and use her as perplex, but then that's kind of a waste of sixty points. So and she only has four range. So if you want to get her to even use her made of mischief or candy gram or whatever else to get them, gang of Harleys. You have to get her really kind of close to even pull any of those off. Such a short range. I'm going to go out it's on a limb here, and I'm going to say that this is the worst title character made to date. I thought that I Loki was probably the worst, but this one takes the cake. Easily. So, and I like pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie, but <laughs> I mean, clear, clearly she loves pumpkin pie so much <laughs> that when she runs out of pumpkin pie, she just gives everyone like trips to the hospital. Yeah, pretty much for free. For free, pay your ER. You know what ER bills cost? Man, that's not cheap. <laughs> God, what a bad boo, <laughs> boo on you guys, WizKids. This was, it was who your set was based off of, and this character is terrible. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to King Shark. So, really excited. His sculpt is amazing. They actually have it up on HDL. It is a really cool sculpt. He is the most expensive figure we've talked about so far. Uh, he's 90 points, and he's not even over 100, so he's like the highest point of life here we've talked about, and he's only 90. It's insane. 
He has Animal Secret Six Suicide Squad keywords. He doesn't have the Suicide Squad team ability. He has zero range. The only special combat symbol he has is the swim ability, which makes sense. He has a trait, which I believe most of the Suicide, or not, if not all, the Suicide Squad have in the set, which is only six of us. Stealth, but only if your force has three or more characters. Improve movement hindering terrain, but only if your force has five or more characters. And modify all combat values by plus one, but only if your force has exactly six characters, which is super flavorful and awesome. Uh, by the way, I do want to throw out there, if you are the type of person that's so curious as to know who the six people are, Harley Quinn, number 43, Jeanette, number 39, Scandal Savage, number 21, Knockout, number 6, and Catman, number 5. So, if you are, you want to get your secret six on with these six characters, only one of them is a super rare, and every one of them below that is a, a rare, uh, uncommon, and two commons. Should be super easy to pick up this keyword. Really easy. His trait, which pretty much makes him amazing, is sidestep free if King Shark occupies water terrain, move him up to his speed value. And then for his damage power, he has explosive weakness and shape change. Let me tell you why that's awesome. He has a nine speed with flurry. So with that, let's say you have all your plus ones, right? Your common values, which means he has a 10 speed, 12 attack, 18 defense, five damage. With flurry, exploit weakness, and shape change top dial. Now, in our history, he has two different point values. He gets plasticity once he loses his flurry. He picks up flurry again late dial with some steel energy, which is awesome. When he loses toughness, he actually gets invulnerability, which is great. You can play him at 90 points or at 50 points. Either one is pretty amazing if you're playing a full secret 16. And I highly recommend getting this King Shark. I don't even know what the secret 6 is, and I'm probably going to pick them all up just so I can get this King Shark. He's amazing. I, I want to ask a question. If you look at the comments on the King Shark, uh, the second comment that was made was saying about the damage potential for this character, uh, possibility of 8 to 14 clicks. Explain to me how this guy got 8 to 14. Because I really don't understand how what kind of math he did. In an absolute best-case scenario, you're looking at a pro, um, let's see. Plus three on his damage, two perplexes, and the modify all combat values by plus one, right? So you're sitting at seven, yep. plus a light object, right? So now you're at eight. There's eight, and then flurry, the second one, you're minus one because you don't have an object anymore. So that's eight plus seven, that's 15. How did this guy get 14? I just, I feel like that's bad math. No idea. Whatever. Anyway, the damage so potential for this character six, is 15 yeah. in one turn. Exploited. Yep. On a 90-point character. <laughs> what? He Which is really pretty good. much insane. He's yep. really good. Okay, uh, we do have to talk about these chases, though, just because these are some of the coolest chases that I've actually seen in a while, chases that I've been excited to talk about. Um, Calder, is there any of these you want to just start off, off with? Any, uh, no, you can go first. We can just kind of go swap back and forth. Okay, we'll go down. We'll start with uh, number 61, Superman, God of Strength. 200 points, quintessence, Superman team ally ability. He's got a trait, uh, got a strength. Opposing characters within six squares and lower points. Can't pick up objects, kind of cool. He has 12 speed with flight, and he has charge. He has 12 attack with a special attack power. It's called show your show, <laughs> show you true strength, and I think the typist forgot an R. Super strength, Superman god of strength may hold two objects, so that's pretty good. And may pick up and or put down an object twice total during a move. So that's good. On first turn, you can pick up two items. When he's given a close object action while holding two objects, 
you may modify attack plus one and damage plus one if you do KO the second object in addition to the first. So you come in six squares with your charge. You have 12 attacks, so you're probably going to hit. He's got five printed damage. So what, you're going to hit for That'd give him a 13-8. Yeah, hitting for eight. 13-8. Wow. Uh, he also has a damage power called Contest of Strength. Each time Superman got a strength is targeted with a close attack, you may re-roll one die result in the attack roll. That is awesome. That is so cool. Really good. Oh, man. And he not only has that, like, the top dial, he has that for the first six clicks of his dial. This character is going to be hard to hit. You can't out with that power because he has quintessence, so... Huh. His attack goes 12, 11, 11, yeah. 11, 10, 10, 10. His damage output... We'll just go print and you can do whatever you want with super strength. So, uh, 5, 4, 4, 4, 4, 3. 3 and 4 in the last two clicks of his dial, he has close combat expert. So it's really, like, 5 and 6. And he has, 5 and 6, yep. And he has super strength the whole dial. So... Yeah, uh, he has a flurry. Forgot to mention this flurry on clicks four through six. I just think this is a beat stick, Superman. His dial is fantastic. I forgot. I think I forgot to mention keywords: Apocalypse, Deity, Justice League, Kryptonian. And then, did you see his sculpt? This holding the kryptonite. And yeah, he's, he's, he's holding kryptonite. It looks cool. like he's a, a negative image. Like if yeah. you're looking at a negative of a photo, that's what he looks like. So just. Overall, this is a really awesome beat stick Superman. I really like it. For sure. So next up is Batman. Oh, by the way, Superman has like four range. Doesn't really matter. He's a close combat beat stick. But anyways. We're talking about Batman. He is Batman ally and quintessence, just like Superman. That's Superman ally and quintessence. He's 225 points, so for some reason Batman is more than Superman. But of course, you know, he's Batman, so he can do whatever he wants. Can't argue there. <laughs> he has nine range and flight. Doesn't need any other special combat symbols because he's quintessence. I'll just go down the list of all the things he has. He's improved targeting, hindering in characters, Batman Family Deity, Detective, Justice League, and New Gods. He has one trait, God of Knowledge, opposing characters in six squares and lower points. Can't use Perplex. That's pretty good. Then he has a special speed power for his first three clicks and his last two clicks, the Mobius Chair. Facing Teleport, Batman, God of Knowledge, can use it as a free action if he has no action tokens. Batman, God of Knowledge, may carry friendly characters with the wing symbol, so he can carry all his other gods with him. Why not? It's so Speaking dumb. Of free action, free action phasing teleport, and then normal action phasing teleport, and basically be right up in your face first turn. Are you missing Beautiful. the fact that he can move out nine or ten squares and that then immediately tends- blast people nine away? Also true. <laughs> what? With uh, 11 attack, penetrating second blast, 4 damage, aim I was talk about his damage power. All the knowledge is at my fingertips. Outwits when Batman, God of Knowledge, uses it. Instead of choosing one power, he may choose two powers or a team ability. <laughs> that's horrible. That is, no, that's not good. I mean, you're probably not going to need to outwit their defensive power since you already have pin size, so... Yep. Yeah, uh, you have shape change and uh, super senses. Nope. <laughs> So Get out of good. here with that. So he, he's really good. 225 points is a lot to pay since he only has Imperius for his first two clicks, and then he gets Super Senses later. He has a solid 18 defense up until his 7th and 8th click, where he has 17 defense regeneration, but he has problems with his last few clicks. He, you know, he might be a little risky to run since he only has an 18 defense Impervious, but 
with all those outwits and the free action, he should be able to just destroy your guy like right away, first turn, deal four damage to whoever the biggest or heaviest hitter is on your team. So with a with enough luck, he's he's a really good figure, but he is quite a lot of points for what he does. I, I just also, no I haven't seen this uh, sculpt yet, but I assume he's sitting in the Mobius chair. Oh, he's sitting in the chair. Have you watched Scott Porter videos? No. Scott actually pulled. He actually pulled this like on the last day. Like he, it's like he always pulled the chase on the last day. He's son of a gun. But yeah, no, he's sitting in the Mobius chair. It's really cool. Calling it right now. Stage. <laughs> <laughs> He pre-opens all of his packs. He finds that and just goes, we'll set this, sit this one aside. But no, he seriously. He cuts the tape, man. He cuts the tape. No, it's messy. But really, all right. good stuff. All right, this one, I, I, don't, I don't even understand this figure, to be honest. And let me know how you feel about this, but I want to I wanna believe that this is going to be meta. Flash, God of Death, 125 points, Justice League, Quintessence team abilities. 14 speed, hypersonic, 11 attack with precision strike, 19 defense with super senses, no special combat symbols, whatever, he doesn't need them. 4 damage printed. Yes, a 4 printed damage flash. <laughs> On flash. Uh, improved movement, hindering terrain. Okay. Trait number 1, god of death, opposing characters within 6 squares and lower points can't be healed. Okay. Second trait, soul harvest, he has steel energy. When an opposing character is KO'd, after resolutions, heal the flash, god of death, one click. Yes, that means you can heal two clicks off of killing one character, one from the steel energy, and one from killing them. If he K- if he KO'd the character and the character was 75 points or more, also remove an action token from him. Because he already doesn't have quintessence. So let's yeah. let's outpace him a little bit more. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, so he, he's six clicks long. Those first three clicks, same on the hypersonic, same on the precision strike. Uh, he goes to two clicks of energy shield deflection after the one click of super senses. 18 defense printed, so 20 from range. He gets on click four, five, and six. They're, they're all the powers are the same. So phasing teleport, uh, 13, 13, 12. Attack is a special attack power called no escape from death. Precision strike, free. If he has zero or one action tokens, make a close attack. Yes, That's why? Yeah, why? <laughs> no, I don't understand. No way. So you finally, like, you finally hit this flash, right? You knock him down onto these clicks of uh, impervious, by the way. He gets three clicks of impervious. And then he's like, oh, it's my turn? Um, I don't have any action tokens, so I'm going to free action attack you. Okay, now I'm back. I heal up one. And now I'm going to regular attack you, and I hit, I'm going to heal up one, and I KO'd you, and I'm going to heal up one. Like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? He also has three clicks of probability control in the last three, so, you know, just... As if you needed to be any better. <laughs> just in case you needed it. This is dumb. Apocalypse DD Justice League Speedster keywords. This is so dumb. You, do you think this, this figure will be meta? Because I really I... do. I really think so. I mean, if not for just being a call-in, which doesn't matter because it's going to rotate out later, but I mean, 14-speed hypersonic, 11 attack, 19 defense right away is insane. It cannot be healed. That's huge right now. I mean, they would have killed my team. That's not really like my team was that great, but I mean, cannot be healed is really pretty amazing, especially with all the support that's going around here for easily, too. Oh, Lord. Watch out yeah. for this one in the future. This one will be Watch safe. out for him. 
calling it. You, this is your like Unimind calling it. You talked about Unimind. I'm calling it. Dude, I, You're right. I called Unimind. No, I'm calling Flash right now. It's too good not to use. Uh. Plus, guess, right. guess who's cheaper than Unimind? Flash. Flash. That is true. Twenty-five points cheaper. So, all right, let's move on. Green Lantern, God of Light. This guy, really cool. He is 175 points. Got eight range level bolts. Green Lantern cores. Team ability and quintessence team ability is flight for his only special combat symbol. He's quite a bit of special powers. He has a special power of each except attack, and he has one trait, God of Light. Those characters in six squares and lower points cannot use stealth. That makes sense. So he's got a little built-in stealth busting right there. He has Cosmic Deity, Green Lantern Corps, Justice League, and New Gods keyword. Top dial, he has a 12 movement, the special speed power. I am everywhere. Power. Place Green Lantern, God of Light, in a square that's within half his speed value, and then make an attack. So fairly simple. It's basically running shot plus combat expert, whatever you want it to be. Uh, running shot or charge, excuse me. Also through walls, yeah. yeah. Since he can phase, which is pretty amazing. And then he also has, so that's his first two and last two clicks. He has its speed power with a 12 movement on both. He also has a special defense power. on that. Oh, by the way, he has pulse wave on those clicks. And then on his last two clicks, he has penetrating second blast, because why not? And so the special defense power for his top three clicks, same with his damage powers also on top three clicks, is Mother Ring. Can you restore Oa? Barrier and Impervious. Friendly characters adjacent to Green Lantern, God of Light, or one of his barrier markers, modify defense value by plus one, which is pretty darn good since most of these gods are rocking an 18 defense. He also has special damage power for the top three clicks. He's rocking a four damage for each click of these. I am Light, enhancement range combat expert. Opposing characters hit by his attacks, modify the defense value, by negative one this turn. What? Yep. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, I just want to run Green Lantern and Flash. That's an even 300 points. Yeah. That's what I want to do. That'll be fun. So in his middle dial, it kind of chills out with the stuff. He has three clicks of phasing, three clicks of... Energy Explosion. almost forgot the orange power is called. And he has two random clicks of invulnerability, then two clicks of toughness. And he has some prod and enhancement late dial. Not a bad Green Lantern. Really good. Hal Jordan here. Dial-wise, really good. Outfit-wise, this is the dumbest Green Lantern I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't really get what's going on. He kind of looks like Deathstorm for some reason. I don't know, it looks weird. Kind of, yeah. You know what he looks like to me? A comic book character that would have been drawn during the 90s. I don't know, he's just ugly. Like the most... 90s looking. He's just ugly. He's just oh. ugly. I mean, it's, it's just insulted. Solid, whatever. His dial is really salted. Uh, really solid. <laughs> All right, moving on. I had to ask my brother who this character was. Grail. Apparently, it's the daughter of Apocalypse. 175 points. All right, we have flight. We have indom. We have a trait. No, no special team ability, by the way. We have a trait called corrupt your will. Whenever an opposing character within six squares uses willpower after resolutions, you may heal Grail one click. That's pretty good. I like that. So this is a weird dial because it kind of ramps up, uh, and you'll you'll see. So starting up top dial, she has nine speed with charge for the first two clicks, eleven attack, ten attack, eighteen defense on both clicks with invul, and then exploit with three printed. No special attack or damage power. She has those, but later on the dial, she ramps up or so she charges in, and then she loses the charge. She and loses the invul, gains sidestep. So I assume you're probably already there at this point. She gets invincible and close combat expert three printed on both of those two clicks. Ten attack, eleven attack. So you'll probably pump that into damage. 
And then on click five, she jumps up to 12 attacks, still a sidestep, 18 defense with impervious, four damage printed with perplex. And then on click six is where she starts getting weird. She gets mind control of all things. 12 attack, and that's when she gets her special attack power called Goddess of Anti-Life. Quintessence, range value of six. At the beginning of your turn, you may deal one penetrating damage to all opposing characters within six squares. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> now, I do not like figures like this that don't have stop clicks on those. So theoretically, you could blow right past this stuff and never get this to trigger. However... Be careful not to use your willpower while doing that, though. Yeah. Set yourself back a click. So, um... It does say, it does say, after resolutions, you may heal Grail one click. So if they do use their willpower and say you're sitting on click number six, they miss or something, and you don't actually want to go back to click number five because you want to start dealing that, like, weird penetrating damage to all opposing characters within six, sure, why not? And it also, you don't have to draw a line of fire to those characters. It's just within six. So behind walls, yeah, you're still taking penetrating damage. All right. So... That's that's cool. And then on click number seven and eight, that's when she gets – these are the last two clicks of her dial. She gets a special damage power called Empower You to Destroy the Anti-Monitor. Perplex. When Grail uses it and targets another character, you may instead modify all the target's combat values by plus two. What? That is insane. Okay. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. I'm going to put her and Flash on the same team. Her and Flash, she's also 175 points. So... That is insane. Yeah, I mean, I you just kind of like, you want to throw her in and let her take a little bit damage right till she gets near the end and then just hope that she sits on that sweet spot. By the way, she has 19 defense on her last two clicks yeah. with Impervious. So, and four and I mean, five printed damage, respectively. It's a risk, but boy, will it pay off. Wow. I mean, that is insane. Yeah. If you if you ever play a Bizarro game and you want to be the guy at your venue everybody hates, you can go ahead and play her. Uh, yeah. Just start her there. Yeah. Um, there there is a, a complaint from this guy on the realms that says, Oh. Grail with no range? She's using her Omega Beam the whole time in the comics. So I don't know what happened there. I think I forgot to mention the keywords. Amazon Apocalypse, Assassin, Deity. So... Oh, man. They really made it so these chases are collectible as hell because four of them have really the apocalypse do. keyword, so you can run them on that. And then, let's see. Also, Justice League. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, was going to say, also how many all have Justice, Justice League? League. Um, Everybody but Grail, I'd imagine, Everyone right? but Grail has a Justice League. Yeah. Game. So there's that. Yeah, so those those people out there that are huge Justice League fans, uh, I'm sorry that your wallet just took a dive into, you know, the oblivion. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Do you have any other thing you want to talk about about the set before we move on? I think it's a great set. They spoiled the heck out of it. I think that's probably because people like me were really unsure about actually wanting to buy this set because not being a Harley Quinn fan or even a big DC fan, I was thinking of just totally skipping this set, and now it's like, well, darn, I have to buy it now. That is a shame. They, they did such shame a for good my wallet. job of but, isolating keywords. Did you notice that? I, yes, like, they did. Half yeah. the set are bombshells, and the other set, other half are apocalypse. Like it's, bombshells, apocalypse, and then they threw in the one or two JSA pieces they needed to round out, which is yeah, totally cool. I mean, they threw in Red Tornado, and that was really sweet, and the Wonder yeah. Woman finally. So I was, yeah, I'm really excited. 
I think this is a very solid set. set. I, I can't believe why everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to never collect this set. I think this is a really solid set. Oh, and Dr. Midnight. I have to just at least say Dr. Midnight. Dr. Midnight's in it. That's yep. really cool. He spits out a hawk. All right. That's let's, awesome. Let's move on. We're going to play Hidden Gym. Or, uh, let's, I guess I should probably explain that. We're getting new listeners all the time, and we appreciate that, so welcome. Hidden Gym is where we go back and we look at a set, and specifically a figure in a set that kind of got glossed over because something else in the set took the cake, and everybody was paying attention to that. So let's go back. Thor, while it's still fresh, while everyone is not trying to collect all the Harley Quinn before it comes out like next week or whatever, now, let's talk about 035 Thor Buster. I think this is a very solid, fantastic piece for what it is. It's only a rare, so it's super easy to pick up. 125 points. We only have the Indom symbol. Running shot with 10 speed, 11 attack with a special attack power, 19 defense with impervious and 4 printed damage. He has two different traits. Uh, the first one is Mystical Power Rechanneled. When Thorbuster takes damage from the Mystic's team ability or an attack from a character with the Asgardian deity or mystical keywords, after resolutions, heal him one click. Obviously, that's not going to come into effect very much, like especially if you're going to be playing against this Harley Quinn set with it, but there are a lot of deity and mystical keyword characters out there. A lot of them. So I'm glad that it added up two keywords instead of just Asgardian because it would have almost oh, yeah, never sure. triggered there. But, I mean, whatever. That's not why you're going to be playing this character. The second trait is to break up the Thor Worship Cole. Opposing characters within range and line of fire can't use or have their combat values modified by empower or enhancement. That's okay. I don't think that that's fantastic either, but it could come in handy. Uh, but here we go. Here's why I like this. His special attack power is uh, Type X Repulsors Odin Force Powered. Thorbuster deals penetrating damage. Uh, when he attacks a character that can use Invincible, modify damage by plus two. So printed four damage, you attack somebody with Invincible, it goes up to six, they take three damage. For 125 points, this character really does pack a wallop. And I just, stats-wise, I think it's pretty decent up front. Goes into some charge, super strength in the middle of the dial. And the last part of the dial is sidestep and outwit the last three clicks of the dial uh, it's an armor so it goes exactly how you would expect an iron man armor to go it breaks down impervious and vulnerability and then four clicks of toughness it's a seven click long dial but the avengers keyword in stark industries avengers i think you can people that play avengers keyword i think that this is just a solid piece because it's just a brute it, it looks cool by the way it looks like the destroyer armor oh it looks wicked cool but i mean just 11, uh, 11 attack with 4 damage with penetrating, and even if they can reduce penetrating damage, you're still going to get plus 2. So, uh, just a beat stick of a character. I really liked it, and I thought that, you know, pick this character up, since probably everyone's talking about uh, what else came in this set, what everybody else was talking about. Oh, uh, what else is in the set? Oh, nothing happy you no, do, no, Chris. No, the, Thor the, set is a horrible set. Yeah, the, not because everybody's talking about the, uh, the, the red leader, Jane Foster. You know, all Unim the chases, Throg, Unimine. <laughs> We're talking about probably I don't know, Odin, Odin the Destroyer, the normal Destroyer. Yep. You know, stuff like that. So while the everybody's talking about yeah. all of those money pieces, well, some of those were money pieces that maybe not everybody can get their hands on. This is a very accessible piece. 125 point rare just this is easy to pick up so there you go there's your hidden gem for the week uh hope you enjoy it 
Ball shop. I have not played him yet, so I'm actually going to give myself a little bit of incentive to go play him now. I did not pull one in that brick that I got, which I'm uh. I'm actually upset about. But hopefully oh. hopefully I'll be able to pick one up. He's, he's probably super cheap on Cool Stuff Inc. I'm actually going to look him up right now. Just All right, fantastic. But how about we take a trip? Taking a trip. I just got back from a lot of trips, so I'm ready to travel again. I don't get jet lag like anybody else, so I'm ready to go on a trip. Ready to go on a trip, Chris? Let me tell you where we're going. We're going down to the corner, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, this is how the value corner works. Ooh, I just spoiled it. I said value now. That means you're getting a good bang for your buck, folks. Already letting you know. I choose a figure, Silver Age, Golden Age, some older figure, and I like to tell you what figure I think you should pick up this week. That is cheap to get in. I just played in a tournament where I sat across some hundreds and hundreds of dollars of teams, and I want to tell you something. You don't need that to have a good time. All right. To have a good time, didn't say anything to me, but I'm saying you can get a really good figure, and I normally like to shoot for the under $3 range. So that way your average Joe, your working class man, like myself, can pick <laughs> like, up these Like figures. everyone that listens to this podcast. Like every- <laughs> Bill Gates, if you listen to this podcast, why are you listening to this podcast? You've got better stuff to do. Get on with your life. (laughs) But for everybody else that's not Bill Gates, this is the show for you right here. This is the segment for you. Let me talk to you about a figure. Not only do I like them being cheap on the dollar, I like them being cheap on the points. So for 80 points, you're getting a guy. Okay. Or is he he a guy? I don't know. Who knows? Who has flight. All right. So he's going to carry. All right. He maybe. Is it a? No. Let's screw with you. He has no other special combat symbols. He doesn't need them. Don't worry about it. He has Green Lantern cores and Scientist Keyword. And if you're like me, you love playing Green Lantern cores. But the biggest part about him is his trait. But first I'm going to say he has a 10 range. Ooh. A 10 range, which I love is great. Mason's 10 range. Because top dial, he's got running shot with 10 movement. So he's moving out 15 square reach, all right? Let's say you don't want to move 15 squares, all right? Not move 15. You don't want to move five squares, and have a 15 square reach. If you just want a 10 square reach, he is ranged combat expert with 10 attack, 3 damage. That's an 11 and 4 or a 10 5, depending on how you're looking at it. Also, if you want to have him hang back, maybe play a little bit more defensively, he has barrier for his first two clicks. So he has a 10 range barrier. So put put him up on the highest part of that map and you have him barrier down and protect all your guys. All right? So besides his amazing dial, he has a trait, a tour of Oa. Add one to your roll to determine the first player for each friendly character with the Green Lantern Chorus keyword. You're playing a 300-point game. you got three Green Lanterns. Boom. You're rolling six plus six. You will... I love getting map. I already tell you guys, I love playing theme teams, and I love getting map. This guy doubles your roll for map as long as he's on your force for only 80 points. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And that was... I only covered his first click. He also has some Force Blast later. He also has some energy explosion. Sure, it goes down to a 9, but that's okay. After he loses Barry, he has ESD, and his last two clicks, he has Perplex. So that's a 10-range Perplex. Even when he's not making attacks or doing barrier, he can Perplex from 10 squares away. That's dumb. <laughs> especially good on Green Lanterns. And you know what? Even in those middle clicks where he just has ESD and he has only a little 9 attack, he is a 10-square, you know, Prob is still only 6 squares, but he has this, you know, he can... Theme team probability control, because why not? You're playing Green Lanterns. So, Chris, this is where I say, what do you think this guy's worth? I, I just gave you the slew of stuff. Slew of stuff. A slew of stuff. This is a, this is like 
Big Mac and fries of stuff here. I actually know who this character is for once. Ah, darn. That's because that's because my brother used to play this character against me. Oh. I have no idea how much he costs right now, but it is Tomar Ray, right? It is Tomar Ray. You're correct. All right. So Tomar Ray. From from the best DC movie to date, the Green Lantern Green Lantern movie set, clearly the greatest DC movie of our lifetime. Of all time. Of all time. And coming in in a close second was Halle Berry Catwoman. Oh, of course, that was a masterpiece, Chris. Uh, so let's see. Okay, so it's value corner. You're selling it to me. It's under a dollar. I know that. Let's go with let's go with fifty cents. Can we get a fifty cents? Fifty cents, Chris. I'm cheap. I'm not that cheap. Oh man, sixty-nine. Yep, cents. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy. He is right at. He's ninety-nine cents. He is under a dollar. You're not wrong. Okay. He's ninety-nine All right. cents. Pick up. See. I bought him. I played him. Paid him some. Uh, my main man, Guy Gardner, played him with a little bit of Hal Jordan action. He is really good. I he's a lot of fun. So if you enjoy playing Green Lanterns, I tell you guys, pick this guy up. Ninety nine cents, coolstuffing.com. I love how you're guaranteed to win map with this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. So the higher the point value game, you throw in a couple of those little Green Lantern recruits, you are gonna win map. So it Completely basically double doubles people. whatever the number of characters are on your Green Lantern Corp team. Add one to your role to determine the first player for each friendly character with the green. With the green yeah. Man, that's dumb. So even if you're playing a scientist team, I don't know how many other Green Lanterns have scientists, but it will also work since it doesn't say it has to be a Green Lantern team team. So you could play scientists with a few other Green Lanterns and then still add it, but just for the Green Lanterns. I like it. Since it's a little bit open murder, but yeah, like that's it. our guy. That's good stuff. Plus, I just want to point out there, Tin Range Barrier has always been super fun to me because no one expects Tin Range Barrier. They expect you Nobody to Nobody use... expects the Spanish Inquisition. No one expects Tin Range Barrier. <laughs> but when you're like, ha-ha, I just uh, buried, buried, buried you in, Solomon Grundy, from 10 squares away, and you go, can't go anywhere. Ha-ha. That sucks. It's such a crappy feeling when you can't do something with one of your characters because they just got barriered in. Ah, super funny. Anyway, that's really good. I like that. So there's your value corner of the week, air listeners. Let's move on. Um, Holy cow, we made a rookie mistake. You'd think we hadn't been doing this, but we're going to go on to community. And last episode, Caller and I forgot to go over the community, so we're going to hit you guys this week with double community question. So let's go back to uh, October 31st is when I posted this. Community question. Halloween, yay. (laughs) Well, what equipment do you want to see for DC in an upcoming set? I posted this on Twitter. Calder posted this on Facebook. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to start off with the Alpha Strike on Twitter said, Legion Ring, Flight, and Wild Card would be appropriate. Yep. Seems. Oh, deja vu. All right. Yeah, seems seems like a ripoff. Alpha Strike, just (laughs) (laughs) Marcus Archer on the good old Facebook. He'd love to see some more lanterns or the mother boxes, and I'm all for that. Okay. Okay. Collectible. A cardboard. This is my favorite community question answer of all time. I just want to put this out there. A cardboard stand-up of Superman. Equip it to get the Superman ally team ability. Quote. See. I am too friends with Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I legitimately, that is is the second time I've laughed out loud reading that. So thank you, Collectible. Why does he have to mention things that I know we probably won't ever have? 
I know I'm just incredibly jealous. I don't know. And sad. Man. Like, can you imagine putting that down on the map? I, a little cardboard. Oh, that would be hilarious. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. I am too friends with Superman. Told Ooh. you. That seems All like right. something that like Booster Gold would pick up. Be like, oh, see, are you see, I'm yeah. totally cool. People like me. I'm friends with Superman. <laughs> Don't beat up Booster Gold's friends then, man. <laughs> See, he's, he's a tough enough life as it is. Uh, Seth Aaron on the Facebook. An updated bat belt with a style of a weapon drop and longer dial that operates the same as a weapon drop. It sounds like a resource, not equipment, but okay. James, Who James Martin said, Thanagarian weapons, legionnaire rings, some bow people, so bows. Bows. Yeah, we don't have a bow item, by Range. the way. Range. At all. Which, we got some swords. Like generic swords in the Thor set, just so sword, why couldn't or we just get a generic axe. bow? Let me tell you something. Bow could give you range, but if you've ever shot a bow and not like ever properly learned how to shoot one, it's not giving you a range combat expert. Oh, no. Because if oh. you don't know how to shoot a bow, if you're the random guy just picking up a bow and shooting it, probably not going to be super accurate. I'll tell it. you this. I got a custom-made longbow for my birthday a few years ago. I have fired hundreds of arrows through that thing, and here's what I have to tell you. I still suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how I didn't get any better at all, but I did not. So, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I'm not spiteful. Whatever. Nope. <laughs> Ryan Pulling on the Facebook. Wants well, a Captain America shield because the random range value of five and can target a second character in the range of counter attack. You roll three or higher other than the defense of the first stack. DC set. He doesn't care. Screw the rules. Captain America. <laughs> so in the, the in the next in the next DC set, we're gonna get a Captain America shield. So that's gonna be cool to see how Confirmed. that pans out. Confirmed. Right. Nick Accord said a Soul Taker that gives blades, flurry, and steel energy. So basically, DC's version of the Executioner's axe. Blood axe, yeah. Yep. I'm for it. Uh, William K. Holland. The stuff in the vault at the Hall of Justice. That would be cool. Trophy room oh, that stuff. That would be cool. I'd like that. All right, Timu said he gave me like a three-part answer. Has there been an agreed good representation of Wonder Woman's lasso on a dial that as an equip ranged super senses or ESD for her bracers? I want to say Green Lantern ring, but they've already done that as a relic, and I don't think it can be compressed compressed as well. And a kryptonite ring? Maybe exploit weakness and extra damage against Kryptonians? A few that come to mind. I think all They those, made it. Yeah, that's, that's actually really cool. What they really need to do, and I, this, I feel like this is what he's getting at, they just need to start taking all of those old relics and just converting them directly into equipment. Agreed. Definitely agreed. Jacob Weaver on the Facebook. JSA room items. Trophy room items. That'll be cool. Uh, Jay cool Sanzen said, Captain Cold's gun. God killer. What power should it have? I don't know. I can't afford clicks and comics. And, <laughs> and then lantern rings. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Jake Robinson, this might be my favorite answer. Condiment King's guns. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me some ketchup, mustard, some mayo here. Some relish. Yeah, I'm all for Condiment King's guns. Let's let's make it happen, DC. Make it happen, Whiskids. <laughs> I like it. I'm out, by the way, on this community question. So oh, I have so many more to go. I need to get through these. All right, to Mel. T-Spheres. I don't know what those are. They sound cool. Oh, they, um, Mr. You know, Terrific. Chris? Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Manbach O'Brien, love that name. I like the idea of the utility belt, but make it simple. Gives improve, 
movement. Uh, ignores elevation, range value of 5, smoke cloud, basic Batman stuff. He'd also love to see a trick umbrella or 3 for Penguin or a new freeze gun. That sounds cool. That would be cool. David Cullen, new Infinity Gems, new concept. Hey, Infinity Gems are Marvel. Screw the rules, I guess. Okay, next DC set. <laughs> next DC set, we're getting Infinity Gems and a Captain America. And Cap Shield, confirmed. By the I way, so I looked excited. up uh, Thor Buster. It is $6.99 on HC Realms right now, but give it a month, and I guarantee you it'll probably drop down to like $3.99. Oh, for sure. And then Tyler Mirren, Bat Belt doesn't work. Something like Brother Eye or Batman's Protocols, like in the Story Tower Battle. That's very cool, where, you know, Batman's files are used against all the Justice League. So it would sort of, like, work off, like, speedster keyword, you know, maybe minus three to speed, stuff like that. That would be really cool. Like, you have Batman's knowledge. So And and they should be free if they're put on a team with Batman. Oh, yes, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Batman starts them, or whatever, or you can dole them out, however you want that to work. Be sweet. Sarge, Lanterns, and the Supergirl line, though... Don't know if the second is real. Supergirl line. Lanterns in the Supergirl line. I don't know what that means. Me either. Okay. Uh, maybe it's not real, Sarge. Maybe it isn't. It's all in your imagination. Corey Holmes. All the fate relics. All the artifacts. That'd be cool. I'm totally for that. More than just a helmet. And then Jeremy Clark rounding us off. Wonder Woman's lasso. And just make a ranged combat attack and pull him in close. A little bit of scorpion. Get over here. Like you lasso him. Rope oh, him in. Cool. Bring him in close. Which I'm totally for that. Reminds me that they need to make Mortal Kombat Hero Flicks, but whatever. Oh, again. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you say that was your last answer? That was my last answer. Okay, so thank for you guys for, for that community question. Thank you for that. Moving on to the next community question, which we did preface this by saying that the first person who answered this community question was going to win a copy of Transformers The Last Night. Calder, do you want to tell us who won that? That would be Eric's. Eric Wadsworth, you know, I'm assuming saying Professor Erx. Professor Erx. Hey, we know that guy. Yeah, we do know that guy. Was, was, he, on the, was he on the podcast one time, Chris? I, I, I think he may memory. have been on the podcast. So. Okay, well, uh, congratulations, Professor Erx. We'll send that out to you. And uh, we're going to keep giving away more stuff because we have more stuff to give away. But let's let's more move on to this. By the way, Alpha Strike, Alpha Strike. What's this channel? Just got to might as well shut that out. Professor Erx of Alpha Strike. Go for it, Chris. <laughs> All right, this community question from this week. What's the next shared traits you'd like to see, i.e. Marvel Knights, JSA, Defenders? Um, let's go. Collectible. He said a Sinister Six trait, maybe something that lets them switch spaces with an adjacent friendly character. That would be cool. Hmm. That would be very interesting. Before I that. love board control stuff. That is great stuff. Eric Wasmer said, like I said, Something unique for the Avengers and JLA team ability, or just Justice League team ability, when an adjacent friendly character starts an action that has move as part of that action, it can use sidestep after resolutions. You know, something like that to an effect, some good team coordination abilities. Seems fitting for Avengers and Justice League. Gotcha. Totally. Critical Missives said Infinity Watch, which hopefully we'll get in Avengers Infinity. So we probably will. I don't know what it would do, but we'll probably get something. We probably will. I mean, come on. The odds are with us. Uh, Hilario Garcia. <clears throat> love to see something with the scrolls. Haven't seen scrolls in a while. So, yeah, totally. I'd love to see something that works with scrolls. Oh, man. When was the last time they made scrolls? The Avengers set? The Avengers movie set? Well, we got zombie scrolls. But besides uh, that, yeah. Okay. Cody Williams said he'd like to see the Brotherhood of Evil shared trait, which, oh, man. 
Remember a, a few episodes ago when I was talking about how the juggernaut with the new wording of how they reworked the Brotherhood team ability and how dumb he is? Imagine giving them, like, traits to go along with this stupid team ability. <laughs> okay. I mean, I want to play Thank against it, but okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Christopher Smotherman on the Facebook. X-Men will have them most likely for the new X-Men set. The first time each turn a character uses the X-Men TA, increase the healing by one? Maybe? Question mark, question mark. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be X-Men set comes right around the corner. It'd be a very easy one. And not only is it easy, it, it seems like something WizKids would do. For sure. Uh, Chris Kurtz said, I think Inhumans are gifted to go with the new shows. Uh, yes, and did you get a chance to re- watch the Inhumans? The finale? Nope. I got home 30 minutes. Right, I won't get into it, but it, it's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. Carrie uh, Samson. Something for power pack. Choose one for the game. You know, they're wild cards, or they never take more than two damage, you know, because no one brings a game against kids. I just want a power pack. They don't even have to have shirts. I just want a new power pack. That'd be awesome. It's been a really long time since they've been clicked. Oh. So. It's like Mutant Mayhem, Secret Invasion, like whatever, something like that. It's been a really long time. Actually, I think I remember having a conversation with Chris Kurtz about Power Pack, like why he liked them. <laughs> I remember that. Anyway, Heroclix Pro said, I'd love to see a sick, Secret Six trait. I'm more than tickled we are getting a King Shark with the keyword. So, we, hey, congratulations, we got it! Hey! hey. Uh, I don't know if he, he sent that after or before. Called it. Good job, man. Called good, it. Good job. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Uh, Danny Davidson, fantastic forward, Dagnabbit. Eventually. Maybe. Eventually. Did you hear, by the way, that Marvel might be acquiring the rights to might X-Men? Be, might and... be getting Fox. Yeah, That's and Fantastic Four. Very, that, that intrigues me quite we a lot. We shall see. I have high hopes, but then there's a lot of people online complaining, like everyone does online because it's all they know how to do online. Um, but they're complaining like, oh, if Disney gets a monopoly on all of Marvel, then blah, blah, blah. I didn't listen after that. I just want to see X-Men fight the Avengers. Yep. I don't I want to see the Fantastic Four done right in a nice, yep. nice way. They deserve it. They deserve it. Marvel's first family, guys. Come on. You or me? I think you. Go for it. Bryce Bangerter, I think. X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue shared traits that would get the feel of the different teams and how they each work together. That would be cool. I like that idea. And hopefully be a, a high chance of seeing that. And my last one is David Herberger. He always loved the Metal Men shared trait, which is a sidestep within three squares, and a bonus to, bonus to each member's powers, which is a really good trait. I believe think it's a Metal Men. And he can see it uses many different sub-themes, and he'd like to see maybe mute animals in the next TMNT sets. Oh, that maybe would be cool. Uh, Starfleet. Maybe some Starfleet cool share traits. We already have some share traits in Starfleet, so that's cool. I would love to see some mutanimals. I really like them. Oh, yeah. All right, my last one is from C-U-R. said, how about an X-Factor trait for the original five X-Men and their trainees? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Rusty, Skids, Artie, Leech, etc. I mean, I'm all for it. I, I like X-Men not nearly as much as I like the Avengers, of course, but I, I would love to see them expand on that and make a lot more freaking X-Men that they've never clicked and they just keep giving us the same X-Men over and over again. I don't need another Wolverine. I know you have to give us, like, three in every set. I don't need another Wolverine. 
There are so many. Remember we were talking last episode when the last time armor was clicked? Yeah, that's I, true. It's I think been that forever. was our last episode. But yeah, there's so many X-Men. You could make an entire set of X-Men without making a single unclicked character. Did that come out right? You knew what I meant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you can make an entire set of X-Men without any of the ones you've made in the past, pretty much. Couldn't for, yeah, no, guaranteed you could. You could do that. So, all right. Holy cow. Don't forget that we were going to be giving away more stuff. We're going to be putting out a community question here probably in the next couple of days. Let's see. What are we going to be giving out this time? Copy of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. So the first person that answers the the uh, community question on that, whether it be on Facebook or on Twitter, which Calder and I try to post within the same like minute of each other. That way it's as fair we as We do our best. We do our best. But, uh, I think that might be it from my end. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I have nothing else to say on Facebook. So oh, wait, wait. Actually, you know what I want to talk about? Only five days until oh, yeah. Punisher comes out. Punisher. Notice we said Punisher first, not Justice League. Sorry, guys. I don't care about the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> no, I care about the Justice League, and I'm pretty sure Jalen uh, I... wants to go and see it, but... I'm super excited. I cannot wait. I always try to go opening night for those, but I mean, it's also Punisher, so it's it's really a tough call. Uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It is. Hopefully, this movie is good. Hopefully, we see Green Lantern in the movie. That's that's what I'm for. I don't know. I just, instead of going to see the Justice League, I just I'm gonna go see Thor again instead. Okay, I saw I saw Thor again. Nothing wrong with seeing <laughs> Thor again. That's a great movie. <laughs> Easily the best uh, Thor movie, and then definitely top ten for me in the MCU. Oh, de- definitely top ten. It's probably top three for me. Uh, top five. We'll say top five. Top five, yeah. So. All right, well, that is another episode of Dial H for Hero Clicks. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it, and we will.